الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم اقتربت الساعه وانشق القمر وان يروا ايه يعرضوا ويقولوا سحر مستمر قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لم تظهر الفاحشه في قوم حتى يعلنوا بها الا فشا فيهم الطاعون والاوجاع التي لم تكن لم تكن مضت في اسلافهم الذين مضوا او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم most respected on my gram brothers and elders the ayat that we recited are the opening ayat of surah al-qamar in this ayat in the surah of the quran sharif the initial aspect that is brought forward is the manner in which the quraish and the people that nabi nabi karim sallallahu alaihi invited how they responded what was their reaction allah taala starts off by saying iqtarabat as-sa'a that the qiyamah has come very close in one hadith nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam i have been sent so close to qiyamah like the distance between the two fingers meaning that proportion of time that has already passed prior to my coming into the dunya and the time that is left the proportion can be compared in that manner what time has passed what is left is like that space between the two fingers meaning very close to qiyamah so now this was nabi karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam's statement to the ummah 1400 and more years ago how much more closer we have become allah taala says this is very close not a time to take for granted not a time to be casual because we have to prepare for this and a person's own qiyamah comes the moment his life ends in dunya his moth comes his qiyamah has started and then allah taala says about the people of makkah mukarrama wa iyaru ayatan yu'ridu wa yaqulu sihrun mustamir if they see some clear sign some mu'jiza some miracle that nabi karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam displayed to them like in this particular instance what is being referred to iqtarabat as-sa'atu wa anshaqa al-qamar the moon has split the mu'jiza that nabi karim sallallahu alaihi wasallam displayed to them that he pointed towards the moon and allah taala caused it to split in two complete halves one on one end one on the other end and they saw this with their eyes after having seen it allah taala says wa yara ayatan yu'ridu wa yaqulu sihrun mustamir they see the sign with their own eyes this is some magic and this is a magic that will just now it's an illusion something that will just disappear these things people just do these things sometimes made us made us try to think we saw it split in two but in reality nothing happened all these kind of things they said and just dismissed it so allah taala highlights many things about them and then to make them come to their senses allah taala mentions many of the nations of the past in the surah in the ayat that follow allah taala mentions many of the nations of the past prior to them how they reacted to the anbiya ali musallatu wasalam and what was the outcome of their manner of reaction allah taala starts off by mentioning the people of nuh alayhi salatu wasalam kadhabat qablahum qaumu nuhin fakadhabu abdana wa qalu majnunu wazdujir before these people of makkah mukarrama the quraish and how they are conducting themselves before them also these kind of things have happened before them salatu wasalam they rejected him of things they said to him majnoon you are nauzubillah madman and this has happened throughout time when somebody has presented the truth and there has been somebody calling the person presenting the truth as mad 
And in this time and age as well, this is an ongoing thing. When somebody presents what is the reality, what is the truth, then you'll find somebody around to also call him insane, to call him all kinds of titles. Allah Ta'ala says these people did the same. But then what happened? What was the outcome? They thought that there was nobody to now do anything to them. They could do as they pleased. But it didn't last for long. Allah says that we sent down the torrents from the heavens also and even the earth sprung forth with water in every space of it and this water from the skies and water from the earth finally led to their complete destruction. They all were drowned. Those who accepted Salam and the handful of people, Allah saved them. But the rest of them, so all their thinking about themselves as we are somebody, we can do as we please, we can live our lives, our life, we'll do as we want. Who's going to tell us anything? Don't come and frighten us with all these fairy tales. But Allah Ta'ala is spelling it out in the Quran Sharif. This is what happened. And they were completely destroyed. Allah Ta'ala is mentioning all this, revealing these ayat. The first recipients were the people of Makkah, Mukarramah. That look, you are conducting yourself in this manner, rejecting Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Don't think this is carrying on and will carry on forever. If you don't come to your senses, this is the outcome. So take heed. And the Quran Sharif is hidayat for the entire mankind till Qiyamah. Quran Sharif is not only confined to one period of time. Quran Sharif is giving every single human being the same message. Giving us the same message. That there's only success in the obedience of Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. Going against the commands of Allah Ta'ala as against what Allah Ta'ala has commanded his thoughts. This invites the wrath of Allah Ta'ala. This invites destruction. Allah Ta'ala is most forgiving, most merciful. But if a person doesn't turn to Allah Ta'ala in tawbah and repentance, doesn't take heed and continues without any care, then eventually the respite runs out. Eventually the rope runs out. And when that happens, then Allah forbid, then it's too late. From time to time, Allah Ta'ala shows some signs. And even we have seen signs. Allah Ta'ala save us from all the azab and all the difficulties and calamities. But how many signs? So in any case, Allah Ta'ala mentions the people of Nuh and how they rejected him. And then what happened to them? And then, كَذَّبَتْ عَادُنِ الْمُرْسَلِينَ Ad, they also rejected the Anbiya of Allah Ta'ala. And they thought that we are so mighty and powerful and so strong and who can harm us and what can be done to us. But then Allah Ta'ala describes how they were destroyed as well. Allah Ta'ala says we sent a furious wind upon them. And as a result of this, this wind was so severe, it would pluck them like how some trees just plucked out and finally all were just lying dead. Is this just a fairy tale? Allah Ta'ala is giving us reality. Yes, this is history. The Quran Sharif has a lot of history in it. That history which is a means of hidayat. Not just that history which is a means of just entertaining oneself or for the sake of just some knowing some facts. Yes, this is history. But that history which is meant for us to take note and take heed. They don't follow in the line of these kind of people who were completely heedless, didn't bother and thought that they had freedom to do as they please. But what was the outcome? And then Allah Ta'ala says, كَذَّبَتْ سَمُودُ الْمُرْسَلِينَ Samud. They also rejected the Nabi of Allah Ta'ala. The Salih Ali Salatu Wasalam invited them to Allah Ta'ala, warned them against the disobedience of Allah Ta'ala. They took it for granted. We destroyed that a very severe shriek which caused them to be totally destroyed. One scream and shriek, such a high-pitched shriek it was, that their hearts couldn't take it. It burst. And then Allah Ta'ala mentions the people of 
Lut alayhi salatu wa salam. Kazzabat qawmu lutin al-mursaleen. They also rejected the Nabi of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. Sayyidina Lut ala nabina alayhi salatu wa salam. Invited them towards righteousness. Invited them towards obedience of Allah ta'ala. But they also took no notice of this. Rather continued in that kind of sin and evil which nobody preceded them in it. Atta'atun al-fahishata ma sabakakum biha min ahadim min al-alameen. Quran Sharif declares that nobody before them ever preceded them in such a terrible vice, in such a disgusting sin. And this was such a sin that they were getting involved with the same gender and then making a big display of this as well. As we see this fitna in this time and age, this fitna, this is the sin of the people of Lut alayhi salatu salam, the muhaddithin, the fuqaha state, that after kufr and shirk, obviously kufr and shirk is the worst. That takes a person out of iman completely. But after kufr and shirk, this is the worst crime, the most detestable sin, the greatest evil on earth. And this is a sin of immorality. Immorality at any level is a very serious matter. And especially when any immoral aspect is committed openly, no matter what that immorality might be. It might be immorality in some actions. It might be immorality in dressing, the lack of haya in dressing. It might be immorality in how people engage with one another, interaction free intermingling and nobody's bothered with any kind of segregation non-mahrams are just freely intermingling and mean nothing and then what not carries on as a result of it what kind of diseases immoral diseases come into the society zina that becomes the order of the day immorality at any level is an extremely serious sin in the hadith sharif nabi kareem says when immorality becomes Rife in a, in a community. And how rife? Hatta yu'linu biha. To the point that they didn't start committing the immorality openly. And let alone just openly, then you get the, the insanity of it. We haven't heard because they are now some, uh, involved in some sin, putting theft, or people who are involved in some other kind of vice and sin. They are also asking for recognition, but that we must be recognized. We want legal recognition. After all, we're doing something too. But here we find this vice and the so-called gay community, that the whole world must recognize what kind of evil we're involved in. That how depraved we are, moral and how low we have sunk. The whole world must recognize it. So in any case, this immorality and vice, Nabi Salaam says, whenever it becomes rife in a people, to the extent that they start committing it openly, the outcome of this is illa fasha fihi mutta'oon. Plagues will become widespread, widespread among them. Now oh, the scientists will tell us A, B, C, D, and X, Y, and Z. But means nothing to us. What means something to us is what Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said to us. What Allah Ta'ala has given us in the Quran Sharif and what Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said. What the scientists have said after all, after that what? And before that what? All they can say is, well, this is what happened. One lightning struck or the earth shook and there was an earthquake and so many hundred thousand people died and why the earthquake took place because some tectonic plates and whatever happened but what shifted the tectonic plates in whose control is the earth and whose control is the heavens that they can't tell us anything so Nabi Islam told us before and after as well that when immorality becomes rife and when it starts happening openly then plague and such diseases will become common such diseases will become common which their forefathers had never heard of. The result of immorality and the 
People who have an agenda against Islam and the Muslims have understood this. They have studied it. That you want to destroy the Muslim community, get immorality spread into them. Because when the immorality becomes part of a person's life, part of a community, then the only thing that becomes their object in life, their purpose in life, is chasing after their desires and nothing else. They cannot see beyond that. Like the people of Lut Wasalam. Allah Ta'ala says that Lut Wasalam carried on warning them, but وَهُمْ فِي سَكْرَتِهِمْ يَعْمَهُونَ Allah Ta'ala says, فِي سَكْرَتِهِمْ يَعْمَهُونَ In their intoxication, they were blindly wandering. Were they taking drugs? No mention of this anyway. That they, but Allah Ta'ala says they were blindly wandering in their intoxication. Their intoxication of lust. When a person lusts, this becomes an intoxication. He just cannot see what is going to be the outcome. He becomes blinded. He becomes blinded to the worst harm that he's committing to himself and people around him. Person gets involved in an affair. Already it's, it's clear as daylight to him that he, everything is going to crumble. Everything is going to fall apart. His family is going to be falling apart. His marriage is going to crumble. Everything is going to fall apart. He can see it happening. The signs already there. The writing is on the wall. But the intoxication blinds him. People are pleading with him. Can you see what's going on? You already got in so much of trouble. And now you're still carrying on like this. But if the person doesn't come out of that intoxication, like a drunk person, a person who's intoxicated, he is not prepared to understand anything. He can't understand anything. Until you take him out of that and make him sober somewhere. Until he's not taken out of that evil environment, that evil situation that he's in. Take him out into a clean place, in a clean environment for a period of time and make him get sober. Sober out of this intoxication that has engulfed his heart and mind. Until then, intoxicated person, what are you going to explain to him? So Luth also continued trying to explain to them, but they were in this intoxication. And as a result, they went on, but Allah Ta'ala gives respite to a point. Now as we discussed earlier, there were so many different nations of the past, Allah Ta'ala mentioned in the Quran Sharif, whatever wrong they did, what punishment was destroyed with drowning, Somebody was destroyed with a shriek, somebody with a severe wind. But this was such a severe crime that a literal azab that came upon them. Eventually all got destroyed. But Allah Ta'ala in the Quran Sharif mentions the azab of each nation, that how they were destroyed. And the multiple azab that came upon the people of Lut Because their sin was far beyond the others. One azab Allah mentions that we blinded them. Then فَجَعَلْنَا عَالِيَهَا سَافِلَهَا Their entire Jibreel wasalam, finally when the time came for their azab, Lut was told, you leave from this place. Those who are your true, and, for true followers, you take them and leave now. And in the dark of night, he left. Lut came and took all these places at the tip of his wing, raised it right up to the first heavens. It's mentioned in the Hadith Sharif, it came so close to the first heavens that the malaika on the first heavens could hear the barking of the dogs of their communities. And then from there he turned it upside down and flung it to the ground. At that point became the deepest point on earth, the lowest point on earth. And this azab, the effect of azab was meant to remain till qiyamat. That that place is called the Dead Sea. Nothing lives there. Oceans of the world have all kinds of fish and other things that insan benefit from. But the Dead Sea, it's called the Dead Sea and will remain the Dead Sea till qiyamat. As an ibrat to mankind, that this is the outcome of a people, that they were not a... 
stones were rained upon them and each stone was had, had the name of the person who is going to fall on as well. Azab upon azab upon azab while they were still on the surface of this earth. And Allah Ta'ala mentions this in the Quran Sharif in 28 places Allah Ta'ala has mentioned the incident of Lut In 8 surahs of the Quran Sharif in somewhat detail. Some details about what happened, what happened, what was the outcome to his to the people and in many other places some passing mention. So many places in the Quran Sharif this is being highlighted. Now this fitna that is taking place, one is the immoral behavior that is being pushed into people by an agenda. It's not happening just because somebody just decided to do something. It's being pushed in schools, part becoming part of the curriculum. We cannot remain just casual about these things. See what is happening in our children's curriculum. And then this is happening on the level of aqidah. That what is being pushed is, that the least is that a person must say, well, it is somebody's choice in life. You can't condemn anybody for this kind of behavior. So then, can't condemn anybody. So Lut when he said, and Allah Ta'ala related in the Quran Sharif, the Quran Sharif, that I disgust your action. On the one side, the Quran Sharif is saying disgust, but we say, no, this must be. What the Quran Sharif said, that no more applies. This is now the 20th century. Now you must say it's somebody's choice up to him. So this is a matter of aqidah and belief. And when a person crosses the line of aqidah, then he has discarded his iman. has abandoned iman somewhere else. And he's walking around looking like a Muslim. But if Allah forbid if moth comes in that manner, doom in akhirat. There is no salvation if a person leaves dunya without iman. So this immorality, this is such a severe crime that this draws down azab. And Allah forbid, it draws down azab faster than other sins. It draws down azab, it can draw it down in a home, on an individual, in a community. We have to become very alert on this. At every level, we have to make an effort to undo this in our minds, in our hearts, in things that lend itself to this kind of immorality and vice. We have to become very, very conscious about our children, what they're learning, what they're reading, where they're going, and all the things that influence them, what kind of company they're keeping. And then everybody has this thing in their hands, what kind of immorality is going on, what kind of filth is being watched. All this creates an environment of vice, an environment of immorality, an environment of shamelessness. And the first thing that happens with the shamelessness is the spiritual heart dies. There's no enthusiasm for any goodness. No enthusiasm. At the most a person will go through the routine. If he's performing salah for 50 years now, he'll carry on performing his salah. But a dead salah. If Ramadan comes, he'll fast like everybody else too. But totally without any spirit in it. And there won't be any inclination towards any righteousness. Till out of the Quran Sharif, some tasbihat, some zikr. Turning to Allah Ta'ala, shedding some tears of remorse and regret. Striving for deen, all these things will be, some routine things may carry on. The rest of it, how I can duck and dive and carry on fulfilling my desires only, that's all. That becomes a person's life. Allah Ta'ala protect us and save us. Now we need to make toba ourselves, bring everybody on to toba, and change the environment, correct the mindset, correct the heart, come back to Allah Ta'ala, take to heart the lessons that Allah Ta'ala has given us in the Quran Sharif. This is for our hidayat, mankind. Allah Ta'ala protect us from every kind of immorality and vice also, and keep us steadfast on Iman and Islam wa akhiru da'wana and alhamdulillahi rabbil
ഹമ്മദിഹ <tries> المنعوت بشرح الصدر ورفع الذكر على اله واصحابه الذين هم خلاصه العرب العرباء وخير الخلائق بعد الانبياء اما بعد فان التوحيد راس الطاعات واتقوا الله فان التقوى ملاك الحسنات وعليكم بالسنه فان السنه تهدي الى الاطاعه ومن اطاع الله ورسوله فقد رشد واهتدى واياكم والبدعه فان البدعه تهدي الى المعصيه ورسوله فقد ضل وغوى وعليكم بالصدق فان الصدق ينجي والكذب يهلك وعليكم بالإحسان فإن الله يحب المحسنين ولا تقنطوا من رحمة الله فإنه أرحم الراحمين ولا تحب الدنيا فتكونوا من الخاسرين ألا وإن نفسا لن تموت حتى تستكمل رزقها فاتقوا الله وأجملوا في الطلب وتوكلوا عليه فإن الله يحب المتوكلين ودعوه فإن ربكم مجيب الداعين واستغفروه يمددكم بأموال وبنين أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم وقال ربكم ادعوني أستجب لكم إن الذين يستكبرون عن عبادتي سيدخلون جهنم داخلين بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق مشير ونذير بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص الله ورسوله فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد عبدك ورسولك 
وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات وبارك على سيدنا محمد وازواجه وذريته قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ارحم امتي بامتي ابو بكر رضي الله تعالى عنه واشدهم في امر الله عمر رضي الله تعالى عنه واصدقهم حيان عثمان رضي الله تعالى عنه واقضاهم علي رضي الله تعالى عنه وفاطمه سيده نساء اهل الجنه رضي الله تعالى عنها والحسن والحسين سيدا شباب اهل الجنه رضي الله تعالى عنهما وحمزه واسد الله واسد رسوله رضي الله تعالى عنه اللهم اغفر للعباس وولده مغفره ظاهره وباطنه لا تغادر ذنبا رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وعن كل الصحابه اجمعين الله الله في اصحابي لا تتخذوهم ورضا من بعدي فمن احبهم فبحبي احبهم ومن ابغضهم فببغضي ابغضهم وخير امتي قرني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله ان الله يامر بالعدل والاحسان وايتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغض يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون قال تعالى فاذكروني يذكركم واشكروا لي ولا تكفروا please ensure that our steps are straight and all gaps have been filled in please check our garments our ankles have been switched off children at the steps at the back and the adults in the front steps allahu akbar allahu akbar allahu akbar allahu akbar la ilaha illallah الله اكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين اياك نعبد واياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين انعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك الاعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي اخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء احوى سنسى الله انه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر ان نفعت الذكرى سيذكر من يجنبها الاشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد افلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياه الدنيا والاخره خير وابقى ان هذا لفي الصحف الاولى صحف ابراهيم وموسى الله اكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر الله اكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين اياك نعبد واياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم 
السلام <تصفيق> <تصفيق> ربنا اتنا في الدنيا حسنه وفي الاخره حسنه وقنا عذاب النار ربنا ظلمنا انفسنا ولم تغفر لنا وتغفر لنا لنكون من المقاصرين لا اله الا انت سبحانك اننا كنا من الظالمين وبرحمهما كما ربيان صغيرا اللهم انا نسالك العفو والعافيه والمعافاه دائمه في الدين والدنيا والاخره والفوز بالجنه والنجاه من النار اللهم اغفنا بحلالك عن حرامك واغننا بحسنا ولا تنصر علينا اللهم انصر المسلمين المستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم بارك لنا في الموت وفيما بعد الموت اللهم انك عفو كريم رحيم تحب العفو فاعف عنا يا كريم اللهم اغفر لها وارحمها وسكنها في الجنه اللهم اغفر لها وارحمها وادخلها في الجنه اللهم اغفر لها وارحمها واكرم نزلها واسع مدخلها واغسلها بالماء والثلج والبرد ونقيها من الذنوب والخطايا كما ينقى الثوب الابيض من الدنس وابدلها اهلا خيرا من اهلها ودارا خيرا من دارها وادخلها الجنه وقها فتنه القبر وذا النار اللهم اجعل قبرها روضه لرياض الجنه اللهم لا تحرمنا اجرها ولا تفتنا بعدها وفقنا ولا برحمتك يا ارحم الراحمين اللهم انا نسالك من خير ما سالك من نبيك وحبيبك عبدك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ونعوذ بك من شر ما سعدك من نبيك وحبيبك عبدك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم انت المستعان وعليك البلاغ ولا حول ولا قوه الا بالله العلي العظيم ربنا تقبل منا انك انت السميع العليم وتب علينا انك انت التواب الرحيم سبحان ربك رب العزه عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين برحمتك يا رب